My name's Daisy and I'm part of the PwC Global Mobility Team based in Dubai. As the COVID-19 pandemic evolves, we're seeing many companies globally closing their office doors and allowing their workforce to work from a location of their choice. The pandemic has changed how we live and work, with many workers no longer required to live within commuting distance of their office. In recognition of the changing landscape, Dubai has introduced a virtual working programme a new initiative to allow international employees and business owners to work remotely from Dubai for up to 12 months. I'm joined here today by specialists from our tax and legal team to highlight the key considerations for employees, employers and business owners in light of this exciting opportunity. So Mo, how does the programme work? Thanks Daisy. Immigration and work authorisation in the UAE is traditionally tied to the concept of local entity sponsorship. From a strict immigration compliance perspective, foreign nationals can only work for or at the premises of their sponsoring entity. However, the virtual programme changes this requirement. Successful applicants will be able to live in Dubai under this programme for one year, along with their company independence in a fully compliant manner, allowing full work activities without the need for local sponsorship. In addition, individuals and their families will have access to all services in Dubai, including schooling. There are a number of conditions which need to be met in order to qualify for a virtual programme visa, some of which include proof of employment with their current employer with a one-year employment contract, a minimum monthly salary of $5,000 with supporting bank statements covering the three previous months. If the applicant is a business owner, then they will need to prove ownership of their company in the form of bank statements for at least one year with an average monthly income of $5,000, at least six months validity remaining on their passport and health insurance covering the UAE. Thanks, Mo. There are a number of key considerations for employees wanting to participate in the programme. Employees coming to Dubai to work remotely will likely want to take advantage of the income tax-free landscape. It may be possible for an employee to break personal tax residence in their home country, which could mean not having to pay income tax on earnings whilst in Dubai. However, these employees will need to manage their travel back to their home countries to ensure that they can continue to remain non-resident. Where employees continue to be taxable on their worldwide income, for example, US citizens, additional reliefs to ultimately reduce their taxable income may be available and claimed via their tax return. In order to support a claim for residents in Dubai or claim tax reliefs under a relevant double tax treaty, individuals may need to obtain a UAE tax residence certificate. This certificate is then submitted alongside their tax return in their home country. The virtual working programme isn't just open to employees either. Business owners themselves can benefit from the new residence visa if they want to run their business remotely from Dubai. I think the quality infrastructure and the high standards of living here in the UAE are likely to attract many business owners who can work remotely and are looking to relocate. The scheme is going to be accessible to a wide range of business owners as the requirements to apply are quite straightforward. Individuals must just be able to prove they've owned their business for at least a year and have an average monthly income of at least $5,000 and they're no longer required to have a local UAE entity to sponsor their residency. Historically, the ability to work in the UAE has required the signing of a local employment contract and often a residence visa. And where those local contracts are signed, they would generally be subject to the UAE labour law. 
The virtual working program now allows employees to work in Dubai without that, so without having a local employment contract and then without being subject to the, the provisions of the labour law. And this gives employees who might not otherwise have had the opportunity or the right to work in Dubai um, the ability to do so. It also gives employers the ability to forum shop, finding the most favourable jurisdiction, usually thinking about tax and legal requirements um, and obligations, the option to have employees here under a, a beneficial arrangement for them. Employers will though need to think carefully about the management of their employees um, who are here in Dubai and how that will be carried out by a central employing entity, particularly where there's no local HR function here in Dubai, and what a salary and benefits package will look like. This can't be looked at in isolation given the issues that will inevitably arise around payment of salary, social security contributions and, and lots of other things arising in the context of the employment relationship. Yes, Natalie. There are also a number of key considerations for employers since employees will remain employed in their home country. For example, where employees break residence in their home country, it may be possible for employers to switch off income tax withholding at payroll. However, certain criteria will need to be met and certain forms filed with the relevant tax authorities in order to do so. Also, while social security in the UAE is only applicable to GCC nationals, an individual's social security position in their home country might not mirror their tax position. Where individuals continue to be employed in the home country, employee and employer considerations could continue to be due. And those are not the only areas which need to be carefully scrutinised by employers who might consider the new arrangements. For companies already here in Dubai, multinational companies with a presence, um, using the virtual working visa potentially creates an odd situation whereby half of the employees could be subject to the labour law and half are subject to other laws in other jurisdictions. And this naturally will raise questions around how to ensure fairness across the workforce, um, particularly in terms of packages offered to employees and thinking about things like travel allowances and other allowances. It's also important to remember that employees taking advantage of the new programme are able to live here in Dubai and work remotely, but they're not able to carry out any, any type of work necessarily. And there will be limitations on the type of work that can be carried out. So this setup will not work for all situations. That's a really important point to note from a legal compliance perspective. As you know, there's an extremely diverse regulatory landscape for conducting business across the UAE, given that there are more than 40 free zones in Dubai alone for registering a business. This new virtual working program gives business employees and owners a unique opportunity to spend time familiarising themselves with the Dubai market before making a decision on whether to establish a business presence there. However, it's important to stress that any successful applicant for the virtual working program wouldn't be permitted to carry out any operational activities for the foreign company within Dubai itself on that basis alone. Should there be a need for the company to conduct any business in Dubai, whether that's anything from marketing or manufacturing to sales or distribution, a separate legal presence of its own would need to be established and licensed accordingly, as there are strict regulations in place governing who and how business can be conducted. Thanks everyone. All of the points that you've raised are really important. So what are the practical next steps? From an employer perspective, overseas companies need to think about immigration compliance and their ability to track where their employee is at any given time. It can be difficult to track employees when they are working remotely and the company has no physical presence in the country where their employees will be based. In addition, employees should be aware and responsible for maintaining their own immigration status, as well as any accompanying dependents as they are located in Dubai remotely without any HR support on the ground who may typically manage such visa tracking processes. 
From a tax perspective, the UAE personal tax environment is quite simple. Individuals are not going to be subject to any personal tax in the UAE on their salary, their profits or any other income and gains. They may also cease to be tax resident in their home country, but care should be taken there to ensure that this is the case, if that's what they intend, and to make sure that working remotely doesn't lead to any unexpected tax consequences, either for them or for the business. The remote working visa allows employers additional flexibility around short-term secondments to Dubai. It may also support in situations where employees wish to live in Dubai with their families whilst working elsewhere within the Middle East. Where individuals are on assignment to Dubai are utilising the programme, employers should review assignment allowances provided and update their global mobility policies to ensure that a consistent approach is taken across the entire workforce. The new arrangements will not work in every situation and will not be useful for all employees. Employers will need to carefully consider which employees can carry out their role from Dubai and ensure that their contractual documentation and policies continue to be fit for the intended purpose, having particular regard to the reality of this new real remote working situation. As a key takeaway from a governance and corporate compliance perspective, we would recommend that all business owners and senior executives should consider whether taking advantage of the virtual working programme will lead to any conflicts with their organisational governance policies or constitutional documents as well as if there are any resulting challenges with the running of your day-to-day -day business abroad. Equally, consideration should be taken on whether a temporary relocation to Dubai would have any unintended consequences with respect to the economic substance requirements in their company's home jurisdiction, or if it leaves them needing additional support on the ground to maintain their entity's compliance obligations. And finally, if the ultimate intention is for business to be carried out in Dubai itself, then advice should be sought on the appropriate structuring options for their business to ensure it's both licensed correctly for the short-term operational needs as well as any future expansion plans. Thank you so much for watching. You can keep up to date with all the changes via our website, which you can see on the screen below. And if you'd like to discuss any of the points that myself or my colleagues have raised today during the video, please do not hesitate to get in touch.